Hi, everybody. It's episode 491 of PodQuest. Hey. hey. It is Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi. How's everything? Oh, it's peachy. You guys, I mean, we were just talking about it, but like, you, you guys are enjoying all the rain and wind and all that fun stuff? Uh, I was I was thinking as we were starting, it would have been really good idea to set up my uh, my battery prior to today. <laughs> my battery uh, outlet prior to today. Wait, you've had that thing for like two weeks and you haven't set it up yet? No, it needs to it needs to be plugged in for eight hours before anything else gets plugged into it. Wait, really? That's what it says at least. I don't know if like it actually needs to, but like that's what it says to like charge the battery first and then plug it. Huh. Um, so I've never read the instructions for one of those, and I have never done that before. <laughs> I, it's just, that's what it says on the top, so, like, I just, it's more of, like, I haven't, I don't have the plug space, right? Like, I do have the plug space, but, like, I just, I haven't plugged it in to charge it, and then, like, to have to rework wires. I know what's going to be plugged into the battery. There's only four battery ports, and so what's going to be plugged in is my PC, uh, my work PC. Man, fuck like, your work PC. What was it? My PC, my work PC... Um, my PS5 and one of my monitors. I say like take, my personal, my take personal your work monitor. PC out of it. Put your, um, if you can like run a cable somehow, plug your modem into it so that you don't lose internet if power goes out. Oh, that's, that's what it was. It wouldn't actually, it wasn't, it wasn't my monitor. It would have been actually probably would have still been my monitor, but it would have been, um, the router. The problem is the modem is on the other side of the house. I need to get a separate UPS just for my modem. Because it's on the other side of the house from where every, where, where all, like, my electronics are. I'm already running a friggin' 100 foot long, uh, Ethernet cable across my, my house. But, right, I, so uh, isn't yeah. your modem behind your TV? Um, n- well, no, my modem is in the front corner of the house, which is where my TV used to be. Yeah. My TV's not there anymore. Wait, where is your TV yeah, now? My TV's now right behind me on the back corner. So you're in the corner where that little closet is, right? Facing uh, yeah, the door? Yeah. The closet, I'm, yeah, I face the door, I'm in the closet, the TV's in front of the, uh, the bookshelf. Oh! But the modem, oh, the so like- modem is, the modem is still on the other side of the house where it originally was, because that's where the wires come in from. So I need to keep the modem over there, but the router is over here by me, because it had, it has multiple ports, and so this way I could directly plug in my PC, my work PC, into the, into the router. So I knew that you had, like, rearranged your your desk i didn't realize you had rearranged like the tv too because it's always kind of been in that same spot for the most part i yeah i mean it used to be in this it used to be where it is now uh but then i moved it to there uh pretty much when i I don't know when i moved it over to where it was at one point one day i was just like i want to move this and then i moved it and then i moved it again because uh there was no space how it was and so the only way to have the tv be able to be set up is to have it behind me in front of the bookshelf and still have space in this in this living room like there's a lot more movement space i can do ring fit easily when i do ring fit and whatnot by by rearranging so what you're saying is you have you have room for activities yes exactly room for activities and just room to move around and like if we were to you know i don't know record in person or something like there's definitely space to like move around and be comfortable and like if we ever if i ever get back to doing bonus action which i want to try to do at some point it's actually going to be comfortable to record and not going to just be tight and closed in and jumping around each other i'll believe that when i say it um what what it, that it, i want to get back yeah that, that, that you want to do bonus action 
I do, I do. I um, just gotta find time. This is unrelated for you, Rich. But what what were the two Godzilla like? Th- there were two Godzilla movies. One that you couldn't watch at all, and one that um was on like the Internet Archive, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, the one that was on the Archive was Godzilla vs. Biollante, and the one that I couldn't watch at all was um. Like Monster Island, I I have to look it up. I know which one it was. Um, why do you have the name of it? Do you have a, the na- a name of them or something? No, no. So uh, I was talking to somebody on a Discord that they they said they were started. They were getting they're getting ready to basically do what you did, um, uh-huh. though not in like chronological order. Like they play and like jump around a little bit. And I I had mentioned that like I knew someone that watched all of them chronologically, uh, uh-huh. except for like the one that you couldn't watch. And they said that they apparently managed to get every single one of the movies digitally. So I'm curious if uh, they actually have those two. So it was um, All Monsters Attack, I believe. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, that's... That Monster Attack a kid growing up. and Yeah, every time he comes home. Yeah, it's where he's friends with uh, Baby Godzilla. And yeah, that one. That That's what it was. All Monsters Attack. I couldn't find that one, but also, like, the movie's kind of just, like, in this kid's mind. It's like a dream. Oh, it's that one. I remember sequence. you talking about it. It's like a dream thing. Yeah. So I was like, I wasn't really interested. Like, if I could find a way to watch it, I definitely would. I just, I couldn't find a reasonable way to watch it. I, I might be able to get um, you a copy of it digitally. I mean, yeah, if, 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 if you can, I, I will watch it. So I can officially say, apparently it's free on Tubi. So, oh, yeah, let's see. It was, yeah, it's free, free available on Tubi, on Sling and on Crackle. And I can rent it on Apple um, and Prime. There's a it's a subscription on on Prime, so uh, watch with Max. Well, never mind. Oh, so maybe it's available on HBO now. Maybe, are we, are you sure that's the one that you didn't watch then? Yeah, it's absolutely the one I didn't watch for sure. Hmm. Okay then. Almost. Yeah, I guess I gotta watch it now. I re- it's available on Max. I remember. I remember you kind of going over the uh, the plot of that one though. So I remember you talking about like one of them just kind of being like imaginary yeah one of all it's it's that one i'm pretty sure because like i actually remember watching it when i was a kid and like godzilla's trying to teach uh uh, baby godzilla how to like do his atomic breath and stuff like that and um uh like at one point he like steps on his tail and that's how he learns how to do it so he's trying to teach him again so godzilla steps on his tail again and it was yeah it was um it's it's a weird one it's a weird one and i was like yeah i don't really want to watch it uh, but maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a watch, um, to see if I remember actually watching this one or not, but I'm 99% sure that was it. It would either be that one or Son of Godzilla, but I don't think it was Son of Godzilla. No, I kind of remember you talked about that one too, and I feel like you talked about that one in a, I watched it kind of mm-hmm. way. Giant Praying Mantis is, yeah, I, I'm reading, reading the synopsis. I definitely watched Son of Godzilla. And then Destroy All Monsters was the one where it was all of them, which I watched, um, I think. You watched so many, you don't even remember anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've watched, I, I watched uh, Destroy All Monsters. Yeah, it was all Monsters Attack. It was definitely all Monsters Attack. Well, Look, there's, it's, it's thirty something films, even more now. It's thirty three, thirty three Japanese films and and six English films or American films. Well, uh, uh, five American films are right now. Six later this year. That's too many. No, it's not enough. I've honestly been considering going back and watching them all again. Do it. Just but like just do it. But like that would mean some of them I would still have to re rent 
because it's only the original era that, that Max has, only the Showa era. They don't have their really the others. Except for all of the Monsterverse stuff. Which also, all the Monster stuff, Reverse stuff is on, is that on Netflix? As well, right now? But it's le- it's probably already left by now. Which is weird. Wait, Monsterverse stuff? Yeah, Godzilla vs. Godzilla and Kong and stuff like that. Oh, is that, the, what, is the that what they call that? Yeah, that's the Monsterverse. I, so when you said Monsterverse, I was thinking of, like, the Universal Monsters that, like, they tried to reboot and it failed real hard? No, no, no. It's, uh, the legend, they call the legendary stuff the Monsterverse. Well, Rich, what's on the agenda? On the agenda, uh, we all watched uh, this honestly interesting movie called Remember on Netflix. It was, I believe, Japanese. It was. Um, Cobb, you watched Louder Milk. Uh, who knows? I played a game called My Friendly Neighborhood. And Cobb, you read uh, Sky's End by Mark J. Griggs. It's a book. It is a book. I put that there. Wrote, I put that there so you didn't there. think it was like a comic or something. No, I, I I would assume if you put like the actual author, that it'd be a book. So when I put the parentheses, I actually hadn't put the author's name yet. So, mm. um, but yeah, what what did you guys think of Remember? I I went into it a little skeptical of like I'm not I'm probably not gonna like this because I'm not big into horror and I don't really enjoy I don't really have like a a reference of Japanese horror but like the the thing I wish I did is watched it subtitled because I just watched it I just turned it on and watched it and it automatically played dubbed and I was just too lazy to fix that. Oh, I tried watching it dubbed because I didn't want to watch it subtitled. Oh my god, the dubbing the, was so bad. Yeah, the dub was bad. We, dub, we did watch dubbing, the whole thing dubbed. Dubbing in general is bad because, like, when you're watching something, you can, even though, like, it is still a projected voice and usually it's, like, uh, like they'll, re, they'll re-record lines from time to time, but you can usually still tell where the voice is coming from when it's the normal audio, but... Anything that just gets dubbed over is literally an ominous voice for every character that just comes at you. Yeah, but but also like the like the sync was off. It had the like bad old movie. The lips aren't yeah. matching. Yeah, they, at they didn't do a good job of what they're saying. Yeah, I, I mean, like I've I watched all the Godzillas, even though it was all in Japanese, and I've watched anime. I'm used to bad lip syncing, even Japanese. Anime still has relatively rough lip syncing, so like that didn't, but like it was bad at times. It was noticeably bad at times, but like there were, it was comfortable enough, or like the camera to me was a little bit far enough away to where like the lip syncing wasn't that bad because like the characters were always moving or walking around and they weren't stationary as often as you would think for it to throw you off and be focused right on their faces as they're talking. Um, but I can, I can definitely, like, like I said, I wish I watched it subbed. Because I, I thought the dubbing was off. Um, but other than that, I thought, like, the lore of... It was a very anime movie, in my opinion. Very anime. And, like, the Dude, lore there of was the movie... E- it- there was even an anime theme song halfway through the fucking movie. <laughs> they, had a, they had a beach episode. <laughs> yeah. But like, like legit, like at, at that at that midpoint of the movie when like they like they got the radios and they were all like, yeah, like the little yeah, like, um, montage sequence. They, like they played a fucking anime opening theme too. Like, yeah, they had the montage. Like it was it was an interesting lore, uh, an interesting like interesting kind of monster and story in general. 
uh, it definitely, I don't know if maybe if I had watched it subbed, I would have felt better about it. It definitely isn't a movie that I'd sit there and, like, be like, I want to watch this again. Um, but it is a movie that, like, I, like I said, normally when I'm figure, thinking whether or not I think a movie is good, it's, it's more of would I watch it if it's on, if it's on TV or not. And it's, it's one of those movies where if there was nothing else on, I'd watch it. Yeah, and it's, it's one of those movies where I, you're not gonna get much from watching it a second time, I don't think. Like, yeah. like, yeah. so watching it through once, you kind of get the whole yeah. gist of it. So then, like, watching it dubbed definitely hurt it a little bit, but I could still, I could see, like, what they were going for just in, like, the visuals and all, and, like, what story they did localize. Um, yeah. and I, I'm gonna be honest, I forgot this was a time loop movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though that's the entire like, reason I picked it. Like, like, you forgot it was a time loop movie while watching it? Or yeah. you forgot No, like, while watching the... it. So, like, we put it on. I'm just like, yeah, it's for a book club. Um, and we're watching it, and everyone gets murdered, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is, like, one of those movies where, like, we just watched, like, the first 20 minutes, and they kill all these students, and now it's gonna jump ahead to, like, two years later, and it's gonna be a new <laughs> group of students. And then uh, the girl wakes up in bed, and I'm like, oh, right, time loop. Oh. Right. That, so, so you just goofed, and it wasn't like, oh, this is good storytelling. Um, I thought you meant, like, midway through the movie, you just forgot that they were looping over and over and over. No, no, it's like 20 minutes in, I'm just like, right, right, this is a yeah. time loop movie. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think the, I think what they did with the time loop stuff was actually a little more interesting than it could have been. Like, the idea that it, they're just gonna loop until the body's found, but also, A, if they get actually destroyed or consumed by the monster they disappear from reality yeah and once it's over they forget about everything like added that like layer of like oh that's interesting so that is that is one thing that i i don't know if i missed or misunderstood when it came to finishing off the whole body search is like yes i understand if they all would have been eaten the body search would have been over and all of their and like they uh, they never would have existed. That's the way I'm taking it. But, like, when the body search was over after she got the head there, everyone was back to life. And that's what confused me. Because I was like, I thought if you got eaten during the body search, your existence gets erased. So, uh, I think th- it only gets erased in the loop. So then you end up... It's basically like like you're out of the game. You now have less people to win the game with. Yeah. Um, Because I got the impression, so at one point, so this has happened before, because the teacher knows about it, and he was in one. That's how we find out that once it's over, you forget everybody. Yeah. So so that was the thing. It's like, yes, they all, they get brought back, but they don't have any of the memories. So, like, for the the one girl that, like, we follow initially, um, Asuka, I want to say her name was? Um, Yeah, something like that. She had no friends. Like, she was alone. And, like, that was how she ended up making friends, was, like, reliving this day over and over again and being murdered with the same people over and over again. Um, Because, like you said, Rich, at one point, like, they're doing so well that they just say, fuck it, we're just going to go to the beach today. We'll die later. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they go to the beach. Um, yeah, and, so and like, look, I totally get it. If you're living in a time loop where, like, you're going to die no matter what unless you complete the loop and you just want to have a fuck off day and then die that night and not complete the loop then just do it you know you're gonna die so 
Yeah, and you'll have a fuck off day. Even if you don't die and like you just don't go back to the school and everything, like the day's just going to repeat anyway. So like, no harm, no foul. I think that was that's that's like they have to die for it to loop, or I mean, not have to die for it to loop, but I think like there's no way they would survive without the loop. Like they when they fell asleep the first night, they woke up at midnight at the school. Oh, that's right. That's right. They weren't just out late. Like they actually got like teleported to the school. Yeah. Right. Um, I kind of, I forgot that's kind of how it, like, started. Um, yeah. But, like, so, I think both of you guys may have played the game. Um, at PAX a few years ago, uh, we played a game uh, called um, Hako Ona. Does that ring any bells? I, I vaguely remember you guys. I vaguely remember playing that, yeah. Yeah, it was something that, like, we had just gotten out of, like, the, the library, the one, one of the days. And yeah. this this movie reminded me of that game, which was based on, like, a Japanese, like, horror story essentially where in the game you're like a group of like investigators or something like that in this mansion where like a child had been killed and the the object of the game is one person is is the the child demon thing and their their mission is to sneak around this mansion and turn the other players into little like monsters also or to make it so that the players can't possibly win and the humans mm. are supposed to either kill the spirit by finding its weakness, um, find the secret exit and get out of the place, or um, bring peace by, I think, like, putting her back. It wasn't putting her back together, but it was, like, getting her, like, an item from her life or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it very much reminded me of that, of, like, this creature hunting them down while they're trying to, like, basically put their the, the thing's soul to rest. Yeah. Um. The one thing, the one thing as far as like the movie goes though, so at one point they say that the, the head was never found, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so since they found the head, does that mean that like this will never happen again? That, that raises, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, because the other teacher had been through the loop. Exactly. So that, that was the thing. It's like, all right. So they have some sort of memory of this. But, like, how, first of all, it seems like everybody else is actually gone from the from his time. So I'm wondering if, like, it's a thing where once you're down to one person, it just ends. Like, some sort of, like, twisted fucking game show. <laughs> I, may, I doubt it, because, like, then it would have ended with, with the lead character having had not had to finish the body. It would have just been there, or unless like she still has to die, but she would have woken up and it would have been the same day, but just her friends wouldn't have been there, and well, she that, would have that's more what I'm thinking. remembered or something. But no, I think I think to me the body, the original body was never, or the original head, the head of the little girl was never found. And so I think maybe you are right now that I'm talking about it. But past body searches, you needed to find all the bodies. Yeah, so the, the, and once once you found all the body parts, it was done, and even including the head. But now this time is different because they actually found the head in the in the house for real. So that's why maybe it changed oh, into yeah, maybe. the evil version of itself. Because if they had succeeded, then it never would have happened again, and so they succeeded. And so maybe I don't know. That's I, that's one of those like horror lores where it's like it's in it, it it can be taken in either way because you want the the thought of oh they could do this could happen again that's part of the horror that's part of the scare 
this could happen to anyone, this could happen again, but at the same time, you want the satisfaction of a viewer of, they they completed it, they finished it. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's one of those, like, left to interpretation kind of thing. Yeah, and I feel like I, like maybe I just missed something with the dub also. Like, it's possible that at some point in the sub, like, it was a little more... Because even with subtitles, like, Netflix is notorious for not having great subtitles on their shows either. Um, so it's entirely possible that that wasn't localized real well either. And if we were to watch it in Japanese and understand it, maybe there was, like, context that, like, we just weren't picking up. Um, but yeah, it, it just had me thinking because the teacher remembers the the thing happening, doesn't remember any of the people that did it with him, though. And it's not like he but, forgot their time together. He doesn't remember them. Which, like... One thing, like, he didn't remember until they started bringing it up or something. No, because he was, like, suspicious right away. Because like, like, what did he say? He was like, I didn't remember till something. I thought he said he didn't remember the one person, because he was talking about, like, a name in a notebook. No, he he didn't remember the actual event until he found that book. And then he found that book and saw the name of his former lover or whoever. And it was like, I can't remember them, I just remember I had strong feelings for them. Which to me think, makes me think also, and this is contradictory to what I just said, that it turned into the evil monster version with them as well. And that That's like the final boss. It, Once you have everything but the head, it becomes yeah, like a monster. It, it ate all of them except him, and he was able to survive somehow, and so he, all, everybody else's was erased from existence, except him for some reason. But whereas in our story, everyone else was erased from existence, but then came back. So it's, it's, I don't, like, that's where, like, it, it lost me a little bit. Like, I, I, it, it was a little bit of a confusing but you know what? situation. Like, at that what you point. just said about um, him remembering when he found the notebook, that's for, I, I hadn't thought about this at the time while watching it, but that was just foreshadowing for the end where she drops the the guy's tie clip, and that uh-huh. makes them both remember. Yeah. So, like, that was foreshadowing of, like, an item that you had that meant something during the thing can trigger your memories to yeah. come back. And yeah. I think, like, the reason his were still so foggy is it had probably been a longer time, and those people didn't exist anymore. Mm. But, like, for them, Possibly. like, for them it had, like, just happened, and they all existed again. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Drew? How much did you hate the movie? Uh, I mean, kind of a lot. I'm going to steal a quote from, um, or steal a line from Gilmore Girls. Uh, <laughs> it's not my taste, but I respect the attempt. That's fair. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I appreciate that because it's one of those, like, yes, like, this is not something you would watch on your own, but at least, like, you can see what they were going for. Yeah, it could have been worse. Um, I think, I, like, horror movie-wise, like, the Japanese horror movies tend to, like, work for some weird reason. Uh, yeah, I feel like maybe they don't lean into they lean into slightly different tropes and not quite as heavily. Yeah, there, you know, there definitely were some moments where it was like, "Why the fuck are you still just standing there? You would ju- you wouldn't just stop, run, go, my, fucking what my, are you my, doing?" <laughs> my favorite, my favorite thing it made me laugh so much was during the final fight with the beast form, and like she's about to get eaten. And the other girl grabs the chainsaw, and instead of going and cutting his head off, its head off, she chops the arm of of the of the beast that was eat, getting ready, that was holding her friend. Like, why wouldn't you just cut her head off, or cut the beast's head off at this point? 
or or even it, more so like at in the ending like when the, it's just the two of them they're back in the room getting ready to go put the head into the casket thing and the monster comes around the corner and the guy tell gives her the head and tells her to go and she just stands there for like four yeah. minutes doing nothing yeah. it's like you who they might not have died although it obviously didn't wind up mattering in the end but if you just ran and put the head on instead of just standing there <laughs> yeah yeah like they're I, and that is one of the worst parts about horror movies. But at the same time, like, I can't say for sure that I wouldn't be frozen in, like, shock or whatever if something like that happened, you know? I mean, the first, like, the very first time, sure, it's like, okay, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. I don't know what to do. When you've experienced the thing enough, that fight or flight becomes a, f- you don't get frozen. Like, she Listen. should not just be frozen standing there when told to run. It's not like a thing she doesn't know is coming after them. That, Listen, that Drew, is true. You, you have not died a hundred times in a time loop. You don't know how scared you're going to be or not going to be. I wish I knew how long they were in the time loop. I, uh, one I day. W- like the- <laughs> I, uh, like in, I would say it was, it was a decent amount of time. Like, I I wouldn't say like it definitely wasn't like a, like a week. I I would say it was like to become friends as close as they seemed they were. It would take time. It would take at least I would say at least a month. And also two. also to just um to to be able to just make fun of the situation the way they were like yeah like when when they when they hid underwater in the pool and then like immediately after they get out the one girl like pretends to drown yeah like that's fucked up. But it's like, oh yeah, that's just it's our lives right now. So mm-hmm. it, it it was it was definitely long enough for them to know, long enough for them to understand. Like it, we're just gonna die. It, it, that's it. Like we're not gonna get this done today. We're going to die. And like who? Like to me, in my head, in my brain, like the way I was thinking, you can't finish the body search with somebody dead because then they won't come back to life because yeah. they'll have died. But Obviously, that's wrong, based on the end of the movie, unless, like, things worked out differently for them. Um, so, like, to me, it would be like, alright, well, we know we're gonna die, we're not gonna finish it tonight, we're just finding the body parts. Assuming that, I d- like, that's the thing, did they have to find all the body parts every night? I got the impression that they stayed. Yeah, it was, the body parts stayed, everything except whatever they haven't found, like, all the body parts they found stayed, so it's like, okay... Then it's just like, all right. Once we find the last body part, if everyone's alive, we 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 return it to the casket. Otherwise, we die and do it again tomorrow because it's always probably always going to be in the same spot, except for the head, which was in the doll. Right. Exactly. And so the oh no 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 never mind because that that chapel place was under construction, right? So no one was supposed to be in there. Yeah, I was about to say I'm like and like how did nobody else notice this casket with like you know mummified pieces of like a dead child in it but it's not even that because at the end they were going to the chapel to do their festival preparation so people are going to the chapel that's true that is true so maybe it was only known only it was one of the like one of those like only they can see it kind of things or it's only there yeah maybe it only appears at midnight times or whatever yeah yeah i don't know a lot, lot of questions yeah but it was it was it was uh it was good i liked it I liked it. Yeah, I, I had a good time with it too. Like, I do. I like um, 
Japanese horror movies. I don't watch a lot of them, but like any ones mm-hmm. that I've ever seen, I'm always like, you know what? That was good. Like, like, yeah, it's usually not scary. Like it doesn't have like jump scares the way like Western movies tend to try for, but it's got like, it's got like good creep factor usually. See, that's the thing. Like I, I, when it comes to scary movies, creepy and atmosphere doesn't fully do it for me. I need the jump scares. Jump scares is what scares me. Creepiness and, and atmospheric stuff, like, and monsters do not scare me. I need the jump scares, or honestly, I need stuff that can happen actually in real life to scare me. Like, like this. I've said, in, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, like I've said, like, one of the scariest mu- movies I've ever watched of all time was Contagion. Um, which isn't even a scary movie. It's a really good movie. I thought you were gonna Not say, scary... um, Human Caterpillar. Or Centipede. No. Human Centipede. No, no. Uh, like, Contagion. Not a, not actually a scary movie. It's just a movie about a virus that nearly kills the entire world. But it, the scenario is a real life. We almost kind of sort of just lived. Through. I was going to say, are you sure that wasn't like, a documentary? It came out before COVID. So it was, if anything, it was um, just proving that, like, you know, foreshadowing. All of, all of COVID was scripted. But no, like, it was a lot much worse, a lot more worse. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Contagion, but it was a lot more worse of a virus than. Um, then, then COVID, like, if you caught it, you were dead within an hour or something like that. It was more, more on the lines of, like, a SARS and less on the lines. And, like, it, it took out most of the population on the planet. And, like, like that, I don't, I, like, that movie scares me. It's a great movie. It scares me. This movie where it's, like, a monster is chasing people. I'm like, monsters to me aren't scary. Cause, unfor- I know they're not real. Like, it doesn't scare me. But, like, if something pops out at me, that's gonna make me jump. And, like, that's, like, the Japanese horror movies don't have a lot of the jump scares. And, see, like, I don't, like, even jump scares don't really scare me usually, so I'm not watching them to be scared. I'm watching them because I think, like, they're usually fun to see, like, what sort of stupid shit people do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I like the atmospheric and the, the like, creep factor. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Nice. I enjoyed it. And I believe, Rich, it would be your pick for the next one. No, well, somebody's got to pick a category. I picked this category. I don't have any categories. I'm gonna be honest with you. Me either. I also won't be able. I also won't be on the episode when for the next book club anyway. What an asshole! That that week's totally fucked for me. (laughs) What an asshole! All right, let's see. Um, hmm, do we? You have a list. You have a list of them, Rich. Read your list, and I will pick one. All right, I'll give you the list of categories. Um, Actually, before you start, I just want to throw out there. So just stream of consciousness, I'm like, okay, well, we need to come up with with categories. I Googled just the word category. Okay. That's it. I just, it's it's completely useless. The results are absolutely useless. Yeah. Go ahead, Rich. Well, there, was, there was something I was thinking about earlier this week that I wanted to see if it was an actor. What was, who was the actor that I wanted to see if you guys wanted to do another marathon of? I can't remember. And that's going to drive me nuts. Damn it. I can't remember. And it's going to drive me nuts. Um, all right. So we have, uh, first category, single take films. Second category. I have it like it's one or the other can be vampire or modern fantasy movies. Um, third category, alien or extra dimensional movies. Um, Third category, biopics. Fourth category, remakes. Um, fifth category, uh, is, is, uh, parody. But that, that, the, the movie for that, well, I technically have two that are under parody, kind of. But the one that I have under parody is, is a rental 
I believe. I, I it's been a while since I checked to see if these are still available, so I would have I don't know if they're still available. But um then we can also go for uh uh animated like anime. Um yeah, I don't uh pick a category. Um, Single take, vampire or modern fantasy, alien or extra dimensional. What the biopics. fuck is single? Like, can you, I'm not picking singles. Oh, oh, like, can you give me an example though? Uh, Birdman. That's a single take. Uh, most of the movie, yeah, it is considered a single take. Or uh, what was the other one? It was um, it was a war movie. Dunkirk is not a single take movie. It has ver- a one very long take in it. But that's what it is. I thought that was a single take. I thought the whole movie was single take. No, no, it just has it has one like 15 minute scene that was a single take. I don't think oh, 1917. 1917 was a single take. The whole movie. Uh yes, that's that I searched single take and it was 1917 is a single take. Birdman is a single take. Um I that, I my it's on there for Birdman, uh which could also be considered parody. Um okay, so I guess so I I, I looked this up too cuz I I was just can like confused like how that's even possible. So it looks like 1917 wasn't a single take. It was just a bunch of very long takes. That's that's a single take. Like like even Birdman, there are cuts. There are cuts in a single take film, but it's there's still going to be because they obviously have to cut the film. There are going to be stealth cuts to cut from scene to scene or within mid scenes, but it's still primarily a single take. Most of the movie is a single shot. I've just I've legitimately never heard that term before. Like I've heard of single takes. I've just never yeah. heard it described like that. Bird, yeah, I mean, Birdman is a single take movie. Like it, it is considered that. Like 1917 is considered a single take movie. Um, the rest of these I've never ever even heard of. I've barely heard of 1917. Um, I think I don't even remember who's on. Is that yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch? Like vaguely, I get that in Dunkirk that movie. confused. I think Dunkirk I honestly, was the Christopher Nolan one. Yes, Dunkirk is Christopher. Yeah, so, so like that's interesting. That's, that's so there's a lot of these. Um, if if you look at um, like the there's a Wikipedia for it. There's like a big list of actual one shot. Um, and mm-hmm. some of them like they're not short necessarily. Like, there's one from 2021 that's 115 minutes. Um, it's Arge- it's from Argentina, but still 115 yeah. minutes. Um, but so it looks like um, oh wow. So Silent House, which um, that was uh, like a horror movie from like 2011 with Elizabeth Olsen, is a mm-hmm appears as a one shot same thing with birdman 1917 there's literally yeah. a movie called one shot yeah yeah so that's 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 the movies that i'm looking for in those but like it's mostly like i said it's mostly on there because of birdman which could also technically be, be considered um a parody yeah you know what? i guess like while it is a dark fucking movie it is also a parody you're not wrong yeah um but uh let's do uh, let's do alien Alien? Okay. It's alien or extra-dimensional. You can do either. This one I kind of fits in as both. I just want to make sure it's still on available, wherever it would be. No, it might... It, uh, it's not looking like it was, it's available there anymore. It used to be Paramount. Oh, boy. I'm not logged into Paramount on my PC. What movie? Uh, It It is uh, Annihilation. It is the... Oh, uh, um, with... Uh, what's her face? Yeah. What's her name? Um, Natalie Portman. Yes. So I've actually seen that before and read the book. That movie's actually really fucking weird, like in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted to watch it. Never got to. Never got to watch it. 
It was available on Paramount when I made this list a year ago before the strikes. So, like, this list might be dated with some of them. So, I don't think it's available. I'm trying to actually look at Just Watch, but I can't spell Annihilate. <laughs> so, give me a second. I had to Google it. Yeah, I mean, Google's saying that it's only available on rentals. No, it says it's available on Paramount. Did I just not spell it right? A-N-N-I-H-I-L-A-T-I-O-N. Is it? Nope. So, Cobb, I'm looking at Just Watch. Is it some weird thing where it's only on Paramount Plus on Apple TV? Oh, maybe. Hang on. Like, I don't know. Why oh, yeah, there is like a Apple weird TV little logo. In I, I have Paramount never Plus. seen that before. Uh, yeah, me either. So what? You have to have you have to watch it through Apple TV on Paramount Plus for it to be free. What? Yeah, apparently, I, I think know. I think it's if you subscribe to Paramount Plus through mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus. That's weird. What the fuck is Hoopla? I don't know, but it's a subscription service. Oh, oh, with your library card. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I was, I just signed in with my library account and like I can rent it or borrow it, I guess. Hoopla? I mean, I, if you guys, I'm, I have no problem renting them. Um, well, Drew won't be here for it, so I, yeah, I, I can apparently borrow it from my library. Yeah. So that's, that, I think that, that, that can be, that can be, you, you chose a category, I'll choose a movie, and then in two weeks you can choose another, um, alien, extra dimensional, cause I guess that fits both categories, right? I don't, I've, I only know, like, they kind of go to a different dimension it, kind of thing. I, it's weird, I know. I, I mean, extra-dimensional is probably the best way to put it. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, yeah. It's a it's a super weird movie. Um, it's mm-hmm. I want to say it's the same director that did Ex Machina. I think I saw that in the description. Same director, Alex Garland? Yeah. He's done... Like, that guy does, like, weird movies, but they're usually, like, well-done weird movies. Oh, he did 28 Days Later... He did Dread. Yeah, Ex Machina. It's this first thing on there, and I completely missed it for Dread in 28 days, 28 weeks later. Um, yeah, yeah. He did Ex Machina. So, yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm good with Annihilation. I like awesome. that movie. Awesome. And I, I actually, so I just recently read the book, because it, it's, it's based on a trilogy of books. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm actually curious, because we watched the movie quite a while ago, like pre-COVID, um, I think. It might have been, like, early COVID. T- I mean, it came it came out in 2018, so you, uh, yeah, it could have been pre-COVID, could have been like your Halloween or your New Year's movie that year. Yeah, that's why. Like, it was either like 2019 or like 2020, like like early COVID. Um, but like, I liked the movie, but apparently, like, I don't remember it super well. And from what I've heard, mm-hmm. like, the book and the movie are like they follow the same idea, but they 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 go about it very differently. So I'm actually curious to go back and watch the movie again, having just recently read the book. Yeah, and I mean it stars three three MCU characters, right? No, Oscar Isaac isn't in the MCU yet. No, he he's but in it, the Fox CU. Yeah, it, it stars three Marvel Marvel actors. Wait, who is the third one? Tessa Thompson. Oh, she is in this. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, there there are quite a few people in in these movies. Yeah. But yeah, cool. So in two weeks we will watch Annihilation. Yep. All right. Well, moving right along. Um, have either of you guys ever heard of this show called Louder Milk? Nope. Right. I was googling it while you were talking while while we were talking about I uh, remembered just so I was like the fuck is this and no I there's too much stuff on Netflix anymore to know what's on Netflix. So I've never so this was on the AT&T Audience Network which I've never fucking heard of before. Apparently it launched in 1999 and went defunct in 2020. Weird. Um 
But so th- this originally aired on there, and then its third season actually went to Amazon Prime because the third se- third season debuted after the network had gone kaput, but they had already produced the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amazon Prime put up like the first two seasons, and then like a week later, season three. Um, yeah, and then this past week or two, um, the three seasons went up on Netflix, and it's actually been on like the the top viewed stuff on Netflix for a while. Um, but it stars Ron Livingston, who was the main character in the movie Office Space. Yeah. Um, and Will Sasso, who is Will Sasso, and he's great. Um, Will Sasso's great. Yeah, and then um, I I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. A- Anya, I'm assuming it's supposed to be Anya. Savage. It's it's very like European. Um it's got a J in it and like too many consonants next to each other. It's 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 definitely Anya, but yeah, Savic Savic Savage Savis. Um I don't know. As they're they're basically all recovering addicts of one sort or another. Um mm-hmm. Ron Livingston was like uh he was an alcoholic and he, he definitely also had a drug issue. Uh Will Sasso, I believe, was just an alcoholic, and um Anya she, her character is, like, 20 years old and is, like, addicted to, like, meth and alcohol and a whole bunch of other stuff when they first introduce her. Like, she is actually a train wreck at the beginning. Um, But Ron Livingston's character is, he's not a deadbeat, but, like, he's kind of, like, he used to be a, uh, like, a music critic and, like, travel with bands and all that stuff, which is part of the reason why he had drug and alcohol issues. Um, And now he, like, he's, like, a night janitor, but he also runs, um like, a sobriety uh, groups like like not AA meetings, but like in that vein of things. Um, but for people with like with all different addictions, not just alcohol. Um, and he's like one of those guys where like he's like very difficult to deal with, but also like you can tell that like he does care to an extent because he'll give people like shit, but then like when they actually need help, he will like listen to their problems and like not be a total piece of shit about it. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like it's a very funny show because you know like. It's a bunch of people that are just trying to, like, get their shit back together. Um, but they're all kind of assholes at the same time. Um, not to, but, like, not to, like, just to each other for the most part. Um, yeah. One of the kind of ongoing gags, though, like, almost every episode has, like, a cold open where um, Ron Livingston's character, whose last name is Loudermilk, like, goes into somewhere, usually a coffee shop, and just has, like, the most aggressively difficult conversation with somebody um in one i think it was the very first episode he goes up and he like he opens the door and like they're like a lady's coming up at the same time and he he, like he lets her go in first but then he gets to the counter first and this woman just like walks right up and starts ordering and she's got like a list of 30 coffee she's ordering he just wants one black coffee and he's just like whoa like i was here first like what the fuck are you doing and like gets into like an argument with her about like etiquette in a coffee shop and it was very funny yeah um and like the another episode that the cold open him and his him and will sasso are like driving somewhere um and for whatever reason like will sasso has a convertible and it's like fucking winter and they're constantly driving with the top down in seattle like the fuck are you doing but uh they pull over to ask somebody like how far away something is and the guy answers well as the crow flies it's about 12 miles and he just spends like 10 minutes like well what about like the dog walks or like what if like i turn around and like crab walk there how long is that going to take me <laughs> jeez <laughs> like j- yeah and it's just like five minutes of just like berating this guy for saying the most like asinine way of describing how I how mean, long it'll take to get somewhere i mean as the crow flies it's 12 miles like 
That's a straight line, how, how Crow flies. I want to know how I have to drive to get there on the road. Exactly, and that's like, why he sits there and, like, basically antagonizes him after that. Like, who says that to somebody when they ask for, like, not directions, but just like, hey, how much further is this place? Like, on you, a straight line, it's 12 miles, but you gotta go about 35 because of the way the American infrastructure. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you could have you could have said it's about 15 minutes. You could have said, oh, you know, I don't know, maybe like 20 miles from here. Like, but as their crow flies about 12 miles, that's a dick way to respond to something like that. Yeah. But yeah, like, I, I feel like this show, Rich, like, because you tend to not like the things where people are just kind of shitty. Um, like, like your Parks and Rex, or not your Parks and Rex, your, um, Always Sunnies. I feel yeah. like this is a sort of show that kind of, like, walks the line. Like, because he admits every time somebody calls him an asshole, he's like, I am, and I push people away, and I'm difficult. Um, like, it's not, like, in that, that Always Sunny vibe, where, like, they are shitty, and they don't understand that they are shitty. And he doesn't go out of his way to make people feel shitty. Yeah. But, like, he's just kind of a dick, and will say whatever's on his mind. Yeah, I mean, like, you're, there's, there's a difference. Like, Always Sunny, like, cause pretty much every sitcom consists of generally bad people. Or at least, like, like one person is kind of shitty. It's, it's hard to, like, and you got Parks and Rec, which is like, alright, there are all not bad people. Like, that's one of a few sitcoms that you can, like, look at and be like, alright, not all of them are bad, or, or overall, they're not bad. Like, even, even along the lines of, like, even, like, uh, The Office, he's like, no, they're, They've got some, there's some, like, not great to them. Like, I used to love friends, and it's like, no, these are all shitty people. They don't know they're shitty, and they don't mean to be shitty, but they're shitty people. And so it's like, it does walk that line of like, all right, they're bad people, but it's just by accident, and, and it's for comedy, for laughs. Same with How I Met Your Mother, but then, yeah, Always Sunny, it's like, no, they're bad people because they know they're bad people, and they're going out to be bad people. And it's still supposed to be funny. And I'm like, I don't really find that funny. So this is more all on the line of like, I don't know, maybe, maybe. Yeah, like, I, I feel like this would be one where I think you would enjoy it as, like, one of those, like, shows that you just kind of throw on when you need, like, stuff going on. Because mm-hmm. um, it's 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 only three seasons. Um, and I want to say they're, like, ten episode seasons, so it's not super long. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like, like... If the show does well enough, like, most of the people involved in it would be willing to, like, go back and do another season. Um, but, like, it's net- it's on Netflix now, so that'll probably never happen. Yeah, um, Netflix Netflix isn't going to do it. Because it didn't get Stranger Things. No. Yeah. But, like, it, the show does a good job, too, like, as it goes on of expanding, like, it, they don't just add new people into the show. Like, they just expand the, like, side characters that were there. Kind of like um what The Office did. Like, The Office added people a couple times, but as it got later into the show, it was really, like, they just gave some of the other people in The Office more to do. Yeah. Like, you saw more of Angela and Oscar and, and Stanley and stuff. Yeah. Um. So, like, it, it does that where, like, the last couple episodes that, we, that we've watched, because we're almost done season three, Um. they've actually focused on people other than, than Loudermilk for the, for the majority of it, like... One episode focused on on the 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 one main female character as she like basically went on her first date since getting clean and like having to like explain to the person like yeah like I don't drink and I'm you know a recovering addict and like how that goes and then another one was uh, one of the guys in the support group like really fucked his family like with his addiction and like now that he's clean he's like trying to get that stuff sorted out and him like. 
kind of like dealing with that stuff, which, you know, like takes it away from like the, the monotony of seeing the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's, it's been a good show. Lo- a lot of funny moments, especially because like these characters are, a lot of them are like older. So like they're saying things and then they're almost immediately being called out on it by somebody else. Like, Hey asshole. Like, um, at one point, like, like one of the guys calls a lady abroad and like they're in court at the time. And like the judge is just like, fucking excuse me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, it, it, it knows what it's doing, and, like, it's, it's leaning into some of that stuff in, like, a, like, a fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, I happened to see a clip of one of the, the coffee shop scenes, where, um, it's, I think it was the second season opener, where he goes into a coffee shop, and the girl working at the counter has one of those very, like, I don't give a shit voices, like, I, I can't even do it right, but, like, the, well, what do you want? sort of thing like eyes almost like perpetually rolled into the back of her head um Mm -hmm. and he starts like basically like antagonizing her by talking in the same voice and explaining that like that's not her real voice that's just how she's talking and the only people that talk like that are rich people and like something else and he's like and judging by the fact that you're working in a coffee shop you're not fucking rich um and then as as he takes his coffee and leaves she like drops that voice and just like calls him an asshole and he just turns around he's like see was that so hard you did it and like walks out the door, mm-hmm. and I, I'm just like, okay, that looks funny. Like, what show is this? And then turns out it had just gotten added to Netflix. But yeah, it's it's a fun show. Um, I encourage people to watch it so that you know maybe Netflix does something weird and actually like produces another season of it. That would be nice. They're not gonna. No, they won't. Nice, it's Netflix. They never do that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, Rich, uh, uh what is my bef- friendly neighborhood? Before we move on, quick uh, sort of breaking news. Uh, they casted Abby for season two of The Last of Us. Oh yeah, that that was earlier today, I think, right? Yeah. Did you see? Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's Caitlin uh, Deaver from uh, Last Man Standing. Yeah, she played the middle daughter in Last Man Standing for youngest daughter. Yeah, well, yeah, she was the youngest daughter. That's right. It was the middle and the oldest daughter that both got recasted. The youngest daughter just left the show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was the youngest daughter in Last Man Standing. She was in a bunch of other stuff. But I like the casting. I think. I think she'll do good in there. Yeah. She just honestly, like, all she really has to do is probably bulk up a little bit. Yeah. Just because, I, like, Abby don't... is supposed to be like, like, bigger and tougher. Yeah. But like, she's not supposed to be like six foot five or anything like that. So. Yeah. Hopefully, people don't like act like shit. Which I mean, it's the internet, so they're going to. They're gonna. They're gonna. Um. But all right. Uh, no, uh, back to my thing. Yeah, My Friendly Neighborhood. So, um, Cobb, I know your favorite video game types are first-person shooters. Yeah. Right? I don't Combine, like, yeah. Combine a first-person shooter, but turn it into a horror, survival horror video game. Kind of like on the lines of maybe, uh, Resident Evil 7 and 8. More Resident Evil 7, but instead of having the setting in the bayous of Louisiana, place it in the middle of a city, and instead of spore-based zombies... It's felt Muppets. I think I've heard of this. Have it you talked out, about this before? Uh, f- probably last week, if anything. Uh, no, uh, it, it came out last year, and it's um, a small team or small developer. It might have only even been one person. I don't know. Uh, but it came out last year. Um, it is My Friendly Neighborhood. It is a, like, first-person survival horror. I thought it was supposed to be, like, survival, like, spooky, scary game. But, like, it does give that slight atmosphere of spooky, just not because it's, like, dark and ominous. It's a very bright move, bright game, and it's, like, very well lit. But, like, the things that are getting to me are, like, the Muppets will just stand there until you cross their path. 
and they'll be shaking around and flying around and just talking and saying some of their lines from the show that was called My Friendly Neighborhood that they're based off of. So this game takes place in a world similar to the Muppets movies worlds where the Muppets are real. Okay. And they're actual beings in these worlds. These creatures, these My Friendly Neighborhood creatures, um, like turned out to be real somehow. I don't know if maybe they're animatronic, but like they have a mind of their own. Um, and so they had their own show, uh, uh, that like made spin-off movies just like the Muppets and eventually just like it it fell apart and like it wasn't as good anymore. Um and so like the their production studio shut down, they closed the gates, they turned off the antenna, and the beginning of the movie or beginning of the show or the game, man I'm bad at this, um, the antenna happens to turn on and it starts broadcasting the original show over all the airwaves. So you are hired to go turn off the antennas to have it to stop broadcasting. Um, and you find uh, these special weapons that basically shoot letters that were made to shoot letters off of a Rolodex to be used for special effects of the show because it's an educational TV show. So instead of CG putting the letter R on TV, somebody would shoot this Rolodex gun and the letter R would come out <laughs> and burst out onto the TV or whatever. It was, it's so dumb, but I love it. And then all of the weapons are something like that. Like the shotgun, you wound up a bunch of the Rolodex letters into like a single shot. Or the grenade is you bundle up a bunch and you throw them and stuff like that. It's really dumb. Uh, but it like, it gives me, it's like Resident Evil crossed with Bioshock, but like goofy, but also sort of scary. I like Resident um, Evil crossed with Bioshock, but goofy. Yeah, like, it, like, cause it, it has, like, that Resident Evil style mapping where, like, you go, you have to find the map, you have to manage your inventory to make sure that you have the space and move things around to make sure you can carry things. Like, it has that Resident Evil feel, but it also, like, like, the look of it, because even Bioshock still had this little bit of a nostalgic look and, like, older look because it took, even, because it, it took place in, like, an era that was, like, stuck in the 60s and 70s or whatever, like, 50s. Like, it it has that kind of feel and that look and like even the monsters are like they're not too scary but they are they're are they're like the way they act is like what's off putting about it. Uh, there were a few jump scares and it's just it's a movie that or not a movie it's a game that like sort of is a uh not a mockery but like a, a parody of of the Muppets like one of the I've so far encountered a giant bird enemy like big bird i've encountered a a grumpy sewer um plumber oscar the grouch okay and i've encountered uh goblet which is a giant frog-like creature that eats everything so like maybe take kermit the frog and mix him with with sweetums kind of thing um and it's just like you you go around you're trying you're trying to get keys to open doors to solve puzzles to find more keys, to open doors, to solve more puzzles, to get to the antenna, to turn it off. Um, I was expecting the game not... I, I think I read that it was only supposed to be like six hours long. I played for about three and a half, and I'm like maybe halfway through, so like it might be online of how long it takes. But like, I I, I was a little let down because it wasn't actually very scary. I was expecting more of like a Five Nights at Freddy's or like that Tattletale game I played a few weeks ago. But no, this is like, it's an actual full-on game. 
but they're still trying to do the the mascot horror style. Um, and like I said, I think it is one developer. I think it's a it's at least a small developer because like you can go onto their Steam store page and look at the comments, and you can see like the developer responding, like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I was working on that," or if you can get back in touch with me, I can fix that for you. Like, we just patched that out, but I can fix it for you. Uh, like, I've seen some comments on some, some uh, like, disc- maybe more, like, Reddit information, where it's, like, the like one of the developers being like, yeah, we fixed this, and I'm sorry that this happened to you. If you, if you can get me, if you didn't already save all of your save, I can fix it for you. And, like, I can re rewrite your save so that it's how it's supposed to be. Because, like, one of the things that somebody accidentally did was... um. Unlike in Resident Evil, when you're done with a key, and I'll tell you, you're done with the key, you can discard it. You can just, you can discard a key whenever you want. But the game will tell you, like, you're not done with it yet if you go to discard it. Uh, somebody accidentally discarded a key before they were done with it. And so they got, like, kind of locked in place. So they patched that out, but then the developer was like, hey, we, we actually just fix this. Um, but they had already saved over their save, or, or wiped their save. Okay. Um, John Zemanski is the developer. It's just two guys. John Zemanski and Evan Zemanski. Zemanski. So it's just two guys that, that, that made this game. And it, like, it's really good. It's fun. It's silly. Like, Cobb, honestly, I think you might enjoy it just because it is, like, it's a little horror-y, but it's also just silly and kind of scary, but not super scary, but just fun. Uh, and it does, like, it does do survival horror in the aspect of, like, you want to manage your supplies very well. I'm playing, actually, on survival difficulty, which is, like, the harder difficulty. So it's, like, normal and then survival. And, like, I'm having a little bit of a tough time. Enemies take a few hits to, to kill. But it's, like, it, it's that's supposed to be, like, your resources are more uncommon. But I, I haven't had too hard of a time. There hasn't been many times that I was, like, really low on ammo. Uh, and I just defeated my first boss. Which was like, all right, this is fun. This is silly, and yeah, it's 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 a good game. It's very it's very fun, and and I'm super excited to see the lore, uh, and hope that like maybe they can turn something out of this more than just the one game. Um, there is a demo. You can also play a demo on Steam. So I was gonna say it's Steam, it's it's a bummer. It's only on PC. I thought it was on. I mean, you could probably play it on your Steam Deck. Maybe. I wonder if it's supported. I'm sure it's support. Also, the Steam Deck has basically been owned by Erica because she has a bunch of um those like sim games that she she plays, and I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to interrupt her. She's been swapping between um there was a newer one um Spirit Tia or Spirit T Spirit Tia yeah. um that she that she's been playing plus uh Slime Rancher too. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of good things about Slime Rancher. She's so she played the first one a bit um and I got her two for Christmas and she has been. Just mm-hmm. going crazy with it. Oh, I, it's got full Xbox controller support, so it, I don't. Under, it is Steam Deck verified. Yeah, so you can definitely play it on Steam Deck. Um, I thought it was on a console as well, but I mean, it makes sense if it's a game made from just two guys, two brothers. Like they that that it would be Steam only for now. Uh, but yeah, it, it came out last year, and it's definitely worth like worth worth checking out. Especially if you have love or fondness of of uh, the Muppets, um, it's not too long of a game, sub ten hours, uh, but it's worth, it's worth the price. I think I think I also got it on sale when I bought it, um, but it's like thirty bucks, and there's like a horde mode and things like that after you beat the game that you can go into, and 
a bunch of other stuff. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna play it again later this month after I get through my other sub reward uh, streams. But uh, it's yeah, it's definitely something to like just sit back and ma- like I like I said I was expecting like super scary. I was expecting like a Five Nights at Freddy's like like mascot horror, but no, this is more like it, it leans more on the lines of a survival horror and less on the lines of a horror in general. Um, which is weird to say because it's got horror in it, but it's like the survival horror is like, it's got some scary, but it's more about like the resource management, um, which is where this is like the resource management, like having to make sure you have the, equi- the, the, the ammo to do whatever you need to do, but recognizing when you do or don't have to kill enemies because you don't want to waste the ammo and things like that as well. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's great. Definitely check it out. My friendly neighborhood. I, I think both of y'all should play it. Both of you should play it. It is also kind of expensive. It's only thirty bucks. That's a lot of money I for wait. a game. That's a lot of money for a game that I'll probably play once. I should say. I yeah, but uh, it's still. Where is it? At? Where Where do you purchase history? View purchase history. Um, let's see. I mean, I got it on sale. It was uh, it was twenty three. So it was twenty five bucks when I got it on sale. Um, because I bought that uh January second. I bought that with uh some other things. With next month's uh, spooky game for stream that I can't wait to play. Was that um, was that supposed to be this month's spooky game? So yeah, my friendly neighborhood is this month's spooky game for reaching five for reaching ten subs. Next month's spooky game for reaching ten subs um, is uh is gonna be no yeah I'll say it. it's the Dead by Daylight dating sim. Oh okay, that's fun be- because it's February and it's. Valentine's Day. And, and you're finally doing the thing that Drew and I suggested and getting into the wonderful world of dating sims. No, no. I mean, it's it's listed as a horror game, though, so I don't know how it is. I've never played it. I'm just but saying, I just, man, I, I, I feel like you would get a lot of views if you just leaned into RPGs and dating sims. Uh, no, no, I'm not I'm not going to lean into the dating sims. Be- definitely not. And become the I'm, dating sim guy on Twitch. No. Because most of those require a lot of reading, and I don't want to do that. But, like, you can do voices. Like, it'll be great. No, I, I know. Trust me. There's a reason why it's spooky games only once a month. I mean, I also did change my retro rewards. We're not doing retros anymore. It's now Lethal Company uh, for five subs. And so I'm, that's going to add a little bit to the spookiness of doing spooky streams, because Lethal Company can be a little ridiculous and spooky sometimes. I'm disappointed. Why? disappointed in streams that i never got a chance to watch not happening <laughs> i mean you could just do them yourselves i don't stream i it's easy you could easily stream i know i could i just don't want to i'm just saying if you could be the dead by daylight or the 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 dating sim streamer and and show me how good that will make you show me how much better your stream will be by just doing dating sims and 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 get and surpass me. That's the word I'm looking. surpass me in streaming by doing just dating. No, sims. but then I would feel bad because you put so much work into it, and for me to surpass you, I mean, it, you're still putting a lot of work into it, so it would be worth. Like I'm, I wouldn't we, be mad because you we, put work into we it. We both know I would half-ass it. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> still, <laughs> like there would be no work put into it. Yeah, like I, know. I, I, I wouldn't have like any of the fancy stuff that you have. Like there, there'd be no lighting. There'd be there'd be no video. It would just be the game. I mean, you don't have to have video. Or well, there would be no audio either. Like it would just it would literally just be the game. I mean, there's people out there that do that. It's it doesn't work very well, but there's people out there that do that. 
Yeah, like that's I like I never got that. Like, why stream if like you're not going to like engage? I guess. I I mean, I, like I I was talking to my brother like a year or so ago, and he was like, "Yeah, I I thought about trying to stream in, but then like if people come on and want to talk, I'm not going to want to talk." And I'm like, "Well, that could be your personality. That could just be like, look, guy, I'm just here to play the game. You can chat if you want." But I'm like, you, you, it'll be very slow to grow, but that could be your personality. Like, some people might, might watch that. I mean, you know, that's true. Weird. Like, some, like, there are absolutely people out there that, like, they're, they don't want to watch something for, like, the, the creator. They want to just see the game because maybe they can't afford it or do it themselves. Yeah. So I guess, like, that's not the weirdest thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I have zero interest in streaming. That just doesn't sound like fun to me. Sometimes it isn't. But most of the times it is. Yeah, like like I've I've seen you do it enough. Like you generally like you generally look like you're at least having fun while you're doing it. I try. As long as you're not playing a game that you hate. Sure. <laughs> if you're playing a game that you're not having fun with, it's a different story. But like if you're playing I, something I, that you're even mildly enjoying, like you you do seem to have a good time with it. Yeah. Um. But anything else you want to say about uh, my friendly neighborhood? No. Uh, I'll I'll have an update of beating it or something like that in a few weeks, maybe, but no, no no more to talk about with that. It's just it's a silly fun game. Yeah, if I mean, you like it, the Muppets, you should like it. It does sound cool. Like I might actually just try the demo just to see like what it what it's like. Um but like the thir- for me, like thirty bucks for like a first person shooter on like PC that I it it's just unfortunately one of those things like I'll play it once and be like, Oh, this is really cool and then just forget to ever play it again. Because that, yeah. that is what happens with me in PC games, unless they really, really click for me. I get it. I get it. I mean, hell, I bought Baldur's Gate 3 because I thought it looked really fucking cool. That was $70, and I played it for less than 10 hours. Because it, it's not even like I don't want to play it. I just forget that it's there when I can play it. Because, like, the PC You're, is just not the thing I think about. You'll beat this when Baldur's Gate... Baldur, you'll, by the time you beat this, Baldur's Gate 6 will be out. Like, that's how long this game will take you to beat. Exactly. Well, that assumes they're going to make a, a Baldur's Gate 4 in less time than it was between 2 and 3. Yeah, but I'm just saying, though. Like, no, that, that's gonna, how long it would take me to finish it. Yeah, like, I, it's saying that they if they do do more Baldur's Gates, like, he's never going to beat this game, is what I'm saying. Like, I, it's taking me... Where are we at so far? Hold on, let me open the Steam. Let me open the Steam and get there. At, where is it at? Uh, Baldur's Gate 3... Uh, 100.2 hours in this game, and I have not beaten it yet. Yeah, I mean, if Cobb got into it, I think he would play 100 hours in less than 23 years. Oh, yeah. And, like, (laughs) if if I had picked it up on, like, a different platform, um, I probably would have played a bunch more of it. But, like, what I was saying, like, it just seemed like people were saying, like, the PC version just played better. I'm like, okay, cool, and it's Steam Deck compatible, so, like, I'll play it there. But then it's just... I never think to pick up the Steam Deck when, like, Erica isn't using it. It's, like, looks one of those, like, like out of sight, out of mind things. Looks like it's time for uh, a second Steam Deck. That's what I'm hearing. Well, no, because I, I, I still won't think to pick it up. It, it'll just sit there and the battery will keep dying. <laughs> yeah. See, this, the problem is the Steam Deck doesn't come with, like, a dock that I can just put next to the TV and know that, oh, yeah, that's right, the Steam Deck's a thing. Because even... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like excuses. No, I mean, it totally is. It's just, like, the... The PlayStation and the Xbox are right under the TV. The Steam Deck is not, and I don't spend any time on my PC that I'm not working. Mm-hmm. So it's just PC games are like, like I look at Steam, I'm like, oh, that game's great, and it's on sale. I'm like, you know what though? Why am I going to spend thirty bucks on a game that's usually sixty if I'm never going to play it? Like I might as well just spend the sixty for it on on Xbox or PlayStation. 
because at least then I'll, I will get the playtime out of it. But yeah, um, I guess the last thing we have, um, I, I read a book last week. Um, actually, Rich, did you start, um, your Sea of Thieves, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like three chapters in. I'm not far in at all. So. But you started it, is, is the thing. Yeah, I did start it. I just, the, I sat, I read two chapters on Friday and then sat down to read it on Saturday after doing all of my editing and started to fall asleep. I was just exhausted. Uh, so like I read a chapter while I was falling asleep and it was like seven o'clock. And so I stopped reading and just watched TV and vegged out. That's always the worst when like you do want to read something, but you're just too tired to like yeah. actually focus on it. I was too tired to read, but like it wasn't too tired to go to bed. It's it was one of those like limbos of like I'm too tired to do this thing that I want to do, but I'm not too but it's still like it's too early and I'm not too tired to actually like do what I should do, which is go to bed with how tired I am. Yeah, like reading and games are like that active entertainment. Like you're not just sitting there like getting it through osmosis. <laughs> like mm-hmm. t- TV, you can put on, and no matter how tired you are, you're just staring at it. Like you're you're not reading the words, you're not moving the characters. Like it's just there. You can zone out if you want, and not and like zone back in. Like it's not a big deal. But like if you zone out while reading, and like you're still like turning the pages, you just don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that happened to me the other day. Like there's, um, I was, I was reading something and I got, I managed to get through one chapter, but, I, but like they're short chapters. I'm like, Oh, I'll read a couple chapters. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm very tired. I am not going yeah. to do that. I'm just going to sit here and watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I literally read the same paragraph two or three times. Cause it's like, wait, wait, what there? And I remember even sitting down to read on Friday. There was, uh, I re I read through like the first two pages, like twice, just because there was a character they introduced that, like, their name is Mercia, or Marcia, but I assumed, like, maybe they were using surname for them, and they never gendered this person. And so, like, when they were talking, I kept giving them more of a, like, a feminine name, because their name is Marcia. And so, like, I was like, oh, this is more of a feminine person. I'm like, wait, is it? And then I got myself confused, and I read through, like, the first two pages twice to see if they ever do gender that person, and they don't, until, like, two pages later, where it's like, they gender her, and then a character's like, oh my god, she's a girl. And it's like, you've been traveling together for, like, months on the sea. Like, how did you not know? It's like, oh, women aren't supposed to be sailors. And it's like, oh, that... Or women aren't supposed to be pirates. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I know why they were, like, keeping her gender from you. Okay, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just had to go. It was, it was... But it was one of those things where it's like, I was tired reading. And I'm like, wait, I'm confused. Did they do this? Did they say this? And I had to go back a few times... And it's oh now I understand what's going on. That's why they did it that way. <laughs> All right then. Well, once you actually like get into it, you'll have to let us know if it's yeah if it's actually any good. Yeah, I'll talk about it once I'm done. You better. I will. Um, but yeah, so I read something called Sky's End, uh, by Mark J. Gregson. Mm-hmm. It is a, it's a book. Yeah, it's a book. Um, it's a YA um like fantasy book. It's uh, it's got. So, so I saw somebody actually um, say that they they got um, early Attack on Titan vibes from it, mm-hmm. which I didn't get, but I can see where it came from. So it's in a world where like everyone's on like like islands like way up in the sky. Um, I didn't I I didn't quite get if like the islands were like mountains that were just like way into the clouds, or if it was um 
something like Xenoblade, where, like, you're literally on the backs of giant, like, things floating through the sky. Um, but there are these giant dragon-like creatures that are made of metal. Like, they're covered in metal, I should say. They're not made of metal. That just terrorize everyone. And there are, um, there are hunters that are trained to go out on airships and fight them and kill them and harvest them. Cause they, they use, you know, like the metal outs- on their outside for things. They use like their meat and stuff for food. Um, they, the way that these things fly is with like a, like, like a, basically like a helium or something like that. Like they, they just call it lift gas in the book. Um, so like they harvest like their, their, the gas sacks to use that for their ships to fly. Um, and so the book follows, um, like a teenager named Conrad who he was originally like the heir to one of like the highest families, like just, just south of the king, basically. And his father died. And when his uncle took over, basically kicked him and his mother out, um, to basically become like homeless, like low, lowest of the lows. Um, and the book kind of follows him as he enters this, um, this academy where the, you're trained to be a hunter and like works his way up to become a hunter and to ideally become a captain where like he gets control of a ship and is basically like as high as you can go without like being part of like a noble family, um, which he is. So this was kind of like his way of like getting back to that point. Um, but it, it was a lot of, it was a, it was a fun read, um, kind of predictable in a lot of stuff. Like there's a lot of characters that you, you're looking, as they're introducing characters and, like, you get your first few interaction with them, you're like, okay, well, that's going to be the friend that, like, is just kind of, like, reliable the whole time. That's going to be the person that becomes a friend later on after the main character does something to, like, earn their trust or help them or save them or something. That's, like, the antagonist guy that it's – he's either going to end up becoming an ally or he's going to die. Like, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, And, like, oh, and th- th- there's the kid who's actually, like – super shitty but he's pretending to not be like you can kind of pick out all that stuff um but a couple of the twists are like unexpected which is nice um and the i should also say this book just came out um at the beginning like it came out on like the first i think the first or the second so it's like brand new um it's the author's like first book and it's the first in like a trilogy um called above the black and by the end of it like i was fully like invested um just to kind of see like where they're going. Cause it, it goes from this, they're training to hunt monsters to, oh, there's like a war brewing that like you don't really know about until, I don't know, the last five chapters. So like it definitely like it, it kind of, it finishes the main narrative that it was working on through most of it. And like your main character kind of like gets, gets what he wanted out of this book. And then it's just like, oh wait, but we have more to do and we're going to just open things up a whole bunch now. Um, so there's going to be mm-hmm. way more in book two that did not even get hinted at in this book. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was a fun read. It was a lot of, um, it was a lot early on of sort of training stuff because uh, like they're in the school. So they have, um, uh, they basically have like an anime tournament at one point where yeah. they all have to fight each other to determine who gets to be a captain for their, um, basically their final exams are they each get set up on an eight person team. And they get sent out on one of the airships, like, without any adult supervision. And they just have to kill as many of these giant monsters as they can without dying themselves. Um, mm-hmm. And if they die, it's, like, they're just kind of, like, written off as, like, an expense. Because who cares? Like, other people will enroll next time. Um, and, like, the big thing is if you win the competition, the captain of that particular 
um, ship gets to keep that ship for a year and go about their business. And they don't have to basically go enter the draft um, and get drafted onto like a senior hunters group. They get to just, they can keep their existing team. They can go like draft a new one if they want to. Like they're just, they're set up to go for a year. Um, before they have to return that ship and either go join somebody's or ideally have earned enough money to buy a ship. Um, so like while they're on this like final exam thing, that's, that's the whole idea is like we need to win so that we can like have a ship. Um, but they also build into the competition that mutiny is okay. So the whole idea is like just because you start as the captain doesn't mean you're going to end as the captain. Um, and so they're out there for two months and every captain has a week. Or seven, it was either five days or seven days, um, that like they couldn't be mutinied. But after that, it's free game. Like it, the, the only stipulation was it had to be like a majority vote. So it wasn't like mutiny, like you kill the other person and you get their spot. Um, they're very strict about like you don't hurt each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like in the book, there's, there's constantly talks of like, all right, what do I have to do to prove myself so that like if I get captain, like they don't just immediately fucking boot me out of it. Which, like, added a little, like, something to it, because while you expect that to happen at least once, you never know if, like, the author is going to, like, throw it in there multiple times as, like, a, well, we're going to, we're going to do this again, um, as, like, a a curveball for you. But overall, like, definitely enjoyed it. Um, hope, I'm hoping that it doesn't take, like, too long for the, the sequels to come out, because it ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, and I'd like to see where it goes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, nice. I get that. I, um... Apparently, you can read the whole book for free on on Google on Google Books or something. Really? I, I mean, I looked it up. I, I don't think you can actually read it for free. It lets you preview the book. Oh. But but like I can just I literally can go through all forty six chapters and read the book. Some some pages are omitted from the book preview. There we go. Okay, that's uh, that's interesting though. So yeah, I can go to page. I can go to chapter forty six and 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 read read it. But then halfway through, halfway through, it just cuts off pages. I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, that is kind of like that's a weird way to do a a sample. Like Amazon let usually lets you read like a chapter. I think. Yeah. Maybe even a couple chapters if it's a long enough book. It's like I have definitely used that before. Like. So, like, sometimes books, like, there's just so many characters and so many names that they literally have, like, a glossary of all the people at the beginning of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I have definitely used that instead of having to, like, swap back and forth in the book actively. I'll just open up the Amazon listing and open up the preview, um, like, on my phone when I'm reading on, like, my Kindle or something like that. And then just look at the, the contents there to see, like, who the people are. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, that is weird. That, yeah. is, that is a weird thing for Google to do. Um, it is, but yeah, definitely recommend it if, if you like, you know, fantasy, especially fantasy. That's kind of the, like the battle Royale kind of like anyone could die and definitely people will die style. Um, mm. you know, this one's neat and it, it's not like that dystopian future sort of thing. Like it's a world and like that world mostly works, but occasionally like these giant fucking metal monsters come and fucking attack and eat people. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's got one of those like, um, the author did a good job of making the world feel like it had a history, even though, like, it's a brand new, like, first book in a series. Like, mm-hmm. the, everything feels lived in. Like, like stuff's happened in this place, and it's not just, yeah, no, like, I'm just making it up as I go. Like, he definitely put, like, time and thought into, like, 
the world building before he like really got the the story going. Yeah. But yeah. Uh that's probably going to do it unless either of you guys have anything else. No. No, nothing here. No. Cool. Well, in that case, uh in 2 weeks we're going to be talking about annihilation for our next book club. So that'll be fun. Um and then uh otherwise if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by by supporting us at patreon.com slash one quest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can get your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. All those things help. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash one quest online or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash one quest video. And you can always send us an email to social at one dash quest com. And Rich, what does your streaming look like this week? Uh, Twitch.tv slash B underscore one on video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Uh, next week, uh, more Baldur's Gate, um, and there will be a retro stream probably on Tuesday next week. Um, I haven't fully decided my full-on schedule, but I think I'm off on Monday, so I'm thinking I'm going to do a long stream on Monday. Um, for Baldur's Gate. So Tuesday will probably be a retro stream. And then, uh, yeah, normal things. Thursdays always see thieves. You know, check it all out when you get a chance. Nice. And with that, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.